The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in, everybody. Final hour of Live Bet Sunday, taking you home. Four late afternoon window games in week 15 of the National Football League. I'm Ben Wilson back at our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas, joined by Jeff Parles over at the South Point and Danny Burke, who's the host of our VSEN Pro Football Betting Podcast. In Chicago, Jeff, also the host of our uh, VEASAN Megapod with Gil Alexander and Todd Wishnev. Gentlemen, it's about to get crazy. We we know that this is usually what happens. Final stanzas of whether it's early games, late games, you get uh, get a lot happening. Start in Las Vegas, one of the two AFC games with tons of playoff implications toward the race for the wild card spots. Raiders down 24-17 as we were going to our last break. After the Patriots had not done anything the entirety of the day, Mac Jones throwing for less than 100 passing yards. Raiders get a couple of quick hitters go uh, go 39 yards to Jacoby Myers on a blown coverage with a pass. Then Ramondre Stevenson 34 yards on a run with basically no contact. Then Mac Jones to Jacoby Myers complete on the two-point conversion. 24-17. Patriots have outscored the Raiders 21-0 in the second half. Derek Carr, two deep shots back-to-back, both incomplete. One probably should have been caught by Matt Collins that would have flipped the field. Instead, the Raiders punt. And Danny, with 3-12 to go in the game, Patriot ball up by seven in what has been one of several absolutely ridiculous turnarounds today where the Patriots looked completely dead and now uh, now have a chance with a couple first downs to milk the clock and win this game. Yeah, and realistically, they're probably going to take advantage of it considering that Las Vegas has one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. You just saw Ramondre Stevenson torch him for that touchdown immediately after the blown coverage play where Myers got that reception. So if the Raiders want to make one last final effort, it's got to be here and it's got to stop the run. But all indications from this team in general and what they've done or lack thereof against the run, it ain't going to happen. We kind of saw them blowing it and. I don't know. I mean, guys, we've had this conversation off air and I, you know, I'm curious both your thoughts, but we've been saying how Josh McDaniels oh, how he can't get fired, you know, financially committed to him, all these things, but this is just like borderline historically bad of how, of how just awful it's been losing these games. Like you lose to Baker Mayfield after blowing a lead. Now you lose against Bill Belichick and this weak Patriots offense. How do you even instill confidence in your players knowing that just, I don't know, McDaniels has been conducting this. I, it's just a train wreck. It's a nightmare. It's everything you could call it. That's bad. Danny, Danny, 
it's not it's not borderline historic. It is historic. <laughs> so if the Raiders don't come back here, and it's a tall task now after that punt, they're going to be able to possibly get the ball back if they get stops on the next two plays with a little over two minutes to go, no timeouts, down seven. If the Raiders do blow this game, they'll be the first team, and they already, are the, they already have the most 10-point halftime leads blown in a season in league history with four. It would be number five. It would also be the fifth game that they led by 13 or more that they've blown. They didn't quite get to 17 today, so we can't add to that one. But it will be five games at 10 or more at the half they will have blown and five games they led by 13 or more at any point. How can you justify keeping a guy around? And look, the NFL today, did. Schefter had to report that the NFL sent out the report of all the money that teams are wasting by firing guys too early. This isn't a waste of money. This is I, this is a mockery, what this has been right. with Vegas this year. If you are just bad in those games that you're up 10, and you let's say you go 3-2, and two, the Raiders are in the playoffs, and it's not even a doubt. They are in the playoffs. They're coasting into the playoffs at the end of the year with the way this has gone. Instead, you're looking at 5-9, and nine, and this being a complete and utter waste of everybody's time. Yeah, I don't understand how you could say it's it, this is the money you're wasting. It's I mean, it's the classic like microeconomic thing. It's like it's a sunk cost. I mean, you can't just say, well, we got to like the money still got to go somewhere. No, just cut bait. The guy's a complete fraud and clown of a head coach has made has not. It, Jeff, you said it earlier on the show. He's not made a right decision in, in three months. months. It's been a month. Uh, and, at and least. Yet, uh, it, at least in a month. And has at least gotten the benefit of, uh, of, of some luck in a lot of those situations. And right now, Patriots will have, look, if they convert a third down, the game is all but over. Raiders have used their final two timeouts. Third and 11, you would think up by a touchdown, Patriots would run the ball here. You would then be able to bring it down to about 220 on the clock before punting. We'll see what happens. I'm Look, I, I've said this since our uh, preseason preview show, guys. Didn't think McDaniels had, uh, had the goods to be an NFL coach. That's why I was not a fan of the Raiders. In futures markets preseason, that has at least been true to form yet. From a game-to-game -game basis, uh, unbelievable how bad he has been as a head coach. No way he should be back. One, I would say seven coaches will be new in the NFL next year. If you set the line six and a half, I'd take over. Uh, McDaniel should uh, be one of those seven for next year. Uh, around the rest of the league, nice win for you, Jeff. Fading Trace McSorley, who came into the game for Arizona. And finally, for fading a bad quarterback worked. Uh, there you go. <laughs> McSorley, seven of 15, two interceptions, 95 yards in relief. Denver wins 24-19. The second straight over in a Denver Bronco game. Broncos also win the second half, outscoring the cards 21-9 after halftime. 24-15 final game goes over the 37 or 37 and a half total. It was about as ugly as uh, as the numbers would indicate, but at least there there ended up being some live betting opportunity there with McSorley coming in, Jeff, in a very ugly uh, performance once again for Arizona, who fall uh, and continue to lose games now four and ten on the year, joining Denver with those equal marks. Just in time for Denver to be ready for their national showing next week on Christmas Day against the Rams, Ben. Hack it for oh, everybody. Nice, yeah, nice, nice. it. Merry nice Christmas. <laughs> why not? And a happy new year. Yeah, why not? Why I not? mean, <laughs> I mean, look, I, look, there's not much to say here. I mean, it just, it just, Rippin is better than McSorley, even though Rippin's really obviously not an NFL quarterback. But uh, the Cardinals, I mean, again, this is a really, really gigantic mess they have on their hands because Bidwell gave out all those extensions in the offseason. Kime is away from the team for whatever's going on medically right now. Kingsbury, we know, can't coach. We know that. And Kyler Murray could miss a chunk at the beginning of the year next year with the ACL Terry suffered on Monday. So, I mean, they, good. He'll be out till uh, late November at earliest. Well, it depends on the recovery. Sometimes you get the eight-month recovery, but I, I don't know. I mean, Murray is gets hurt every single year. Uh, you yeah, can't I expect bank them on to, that, he, knowing the player. No, yeah. I know. I, you can't really bank on that at all. But uh, look, uh, a, a massive year for them after really, again, keep in mind, a year and a half, a little over a year and a half ago, they were going to in Thursday night. They were going into Thursday night against the Packers with no Devontae Adams for Green Bay, the last undefeated oh. team in the year. And since then, the Cardinals have completely melted as a team. And uh, they yeah. have a really, really tough offseason ahead that there are no good answers for what, especially what happened with all those extensions. Yeah, the easy answer is to say, well, clean house, but then you're, you can't do a lot it. Of I mean, who's going to take Murray's to, contract? Uh, forced to spend. 
I say clean house besides Murray. There's no yeah. way you can't. You're not getting Murray off the book. Clean house and start over with Murray is the focal points of your point of your franchise. But you get a lot of money out of the owners' pockets to to be doing that. Uh, the other two games going on, and by the way, the Raiders do force a punt. But quickly, as we uh, we go now to two oh one to play in the game in Las Vegas, third and ten, two very quick incomplete passes. That's another drop by Matt Collins. Man, he's had a couple balls hit his hands in the fourth quarter. He's had a very nice season. Uh, has the Raider wideout, but uh, not his not a banner day for Holland as it remains a, a lead there of seven, 24-17 for the Patriots. Titans are getting the ball back. Uh, Danny, a game you and I have gone oppo on. You, you've been on the right side most of the way, yet the Chargers have not made it easy on themselves. You like the Chargers. I like the Titans. 14-7 Chargers, 2.57 to go. I mean, Ryan Tannehill basically is, uh, is, is just like doing the hop-along thing. I mean, he's basically playing on one leg. The Titans, I would say, have rightly determined that it is better to have a one-legged Ryan Tannehill than a two-legged Malik Willis at quarterback. Don't think you can argue with the, with that decision, right, uh, on having Tannehill at least giving you some sort of chance to move the ball on offense. It hasn't really worked. Uh, and again, Titans have the ball back, but down seven, seeing if they can get a late push here forward. I don't know if I'd say that so definitively. At least Willis can, like, move the ball forward with his mobility. Oh, I mean, none are going to pass can't ball throw six. the ball, man. But what has Tannehill done? What has Tannehill done at all? He's, he's, he's terrible. He's touchdown drive. Oh, come on. That was a dumb screen to Henry. Come on. I could have threw that to Henry. Knock it off with that. That's easy. Henry did all the work. Come on. Willis at least gives you a hope. Tannehill's a mobile back there. I'd rather have To give you credit, I mean, Danny, you uh, you were on, like, I know the Chargers hurt hurt you. uh, I should say the Dolphins hurt you last week because defensively, like, the Chargers, like, Chargers were able to take away uh, what what the Dolphins wanted to do on offense. In this game, the Chargers' second half defensive strategy has basically been we're just going to rush like eight guys at Tannehill because we know yeah. we can't move. He can't and Tannehill the pocket, has had right? absolutely no, he has had no chance to do anything. I mean, it would have been the same thing for Willis. So I don't know that it's a, a huge difference. I at least, oh look, Jeff, I'd at least say that's the right call by Vrabel. We go to the two minute warning, and there will be a look. It's it's going to be a first and ten. Tennessee has it at their own thirty six. But if you were having me set odds on will Tennessee find the end zone, I would. I would probably set it at longer than plus 455, which is currently uh, the odds on Tennessee winning the game right now at BetMGM. I, I, this game has been a disaster anyway that you slice it. I mean, uh, look, uh, you're, you're at a point now where, by the way, Danny, I, I just got to go back to this real quick. The result would be the exact same if Malik Willis was in the game right now. It would be probably. 14-7, and it is still 14-7 with Tannehill. You're probably right, but at least he can run. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. He yeah, but he also can't complete chance. a forward pass. So, I mean. He, he, well, what has Tannehill he, done throwing he, it, though? That's what I'm no, saying. No, look, I mean, they've both been equally awful. Again, this has been a game no. where the offensive coordinators have really just destroyed both of their teams in this game with pretty no, bad play calling on both ends. Uh, I don't think Tennessee's finding ends, and I think this is landing seven. Where if you got in, if you had the, the the fortitude to hop in on those bloated numbers when Willis came in the game with Tennessee, pretty much all of those bloated numbers except for the 13 and a half uh, that could go down with something ridiculous at the end here, but that should get in anyway. Uh, all those bloated numbers that yeah. were north of a touchdown should get home on Tennessee if you took those in-game, which if that's the case, more power to you. Uh, but uh, again, ugly, ugly football game. And look, this is a game the Chargers have lost in the past. If they win this, this feels like a step forward here for Brandon Staley and company. Maybe a turning point there for LA. Meanwhile, fourth and 10 for the Raiders. Down seven. Car complete. Look at that. And for now, the Raiders stay alive as Matt Collins hangs on to the ball. Uh, and when we return, <laughs> we'll go also out to Tampa Bay. Can the Bucks make a charge? Bengals are with the ball up by 10 in what has been a complete disaster of a second half for the Bucks. We'll update you there next on Live Bet Sunday. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options and in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, a lot to get to. Keelan Cole of the Raiders makes a ridiculous catch in the back corner of the end zone. But will it stand? It looks like upon replay that I don't think one so. foot was on the white. I don't, Jeff, I, I can't see how that, that call stands on what, what would have been a brilliant catch in the end zone with the Raiders down 24-17 on a second and 10 play from the Patriot 30 with 37 seconds left. Why is it? Does Fox not have a pylon cam? Cause I, I think, I think his the second foot came down with the toe out of bounds. Yeah. It was out. But, but yeah. we need bet. We need a better shot than what they're showing us to be certain on that. I think it's out. I think, but you're, 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 you gotta, you gotta give us a better angle than that. I look, I think that's oh. going to end up being uh, an incomplete pass and the Raiders are going to have to right. try to score again while we're in. Uh, I'll go Wait, to I'm, LA I'm, here. I'm, yeah. I'm just squirming over here. Yeah, just, ben, 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 you <laughs> just, sweat this, just sweat it out. I, I, I got you here. Oh, Ten, Tennessee is second. You, Tennessee oh. is second and goal at the, at the two yard line. Derrick Henry just fell after probably being able to get into the end zone. If he stayed upward on a pass from Tannehill complicated scenario here because Chargers want to leave themselves as much time as possible left. If Tennessee were to score, Tennessee's out of timeouts. There's 54 seconds to go. They have second and goal at the one and a half yard line. Uh, Danny, we talked about it during the break. If the Titans score a touchdown, it is a requirement that Mike Vrabel goes for two. Yeah, as someone who's on the Chargers here, I hope they don't go for two because that would be the correct call, and I don't have that much confidence in this Chargers defense to really hold strong. But, hey, Ryan Tannehill making me eat my words right now, baby, leading this charge down the field. So, uh, look, a lot of it was also the Chargers just playing uh, no defense whatsoever. But still, hey, he got him there, and uh, now we're going to have to sweat it out. So uh, not not fun for myself. Uh. Nope. Nope. Not, like not fun either. for me either, Danny. Nope. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was going to say, I know, so but I, I knew the play was about to happen. So, there you so, go. Third, oh, so cons- third and goal yeah, inside about the A run of about a, a yard and a half on second and goal at the two. So, and because of, it's a really good point you make, Jeff, on the timeouts. Chargers rightly use their final timeout. The strength of your team, if you're Tennessee, is Derrick Henry running the ball. At, at a bare minimum, don't you run it here third and goal automatically? If if you don't, you know, if if you don't get it, clock runs down and you're calling the final play with about uh, ten seconds or so left. Then you can choose whatever you want to do. Because if you pass here, and it's, and it's obviously you want the touchdown regardless. Oh, 
upheld, uh, upheld but in Vegas. It's, it's an interesting play call. They up, wow, uphold the touchdown Whoa. for Keelan Cole and the Raiders. It looked like his toe was I, obviously out of bounds. I don't, ben, we must foot, have ben, 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 I don't think they had a good enough angle to overturn that. I thought that, I look, I thought he was out, but I think that is close enough. And because Fox doesn't have a pylon cam, yeah. You can get away with that. By the way, Tannehill sneaks. Touchdown. And he's in Tannehill, for a touchdown for with 49 go seconds left. If you're a Tennessee Vrabel, you got to go for two. <laughs> got to go for two. By the way, Carlson, Danny, PAT, Danny, good. You have money. Danny, you have the money line. All right. We can both win here. Okay. Vrabel, Vrabel. <laughs> I know, but I just don't, I, I don't have faith in this Chargers defense, Ben. <laughs> By the way, no timeouts. What makes you say that, Henry? No timeouts. Forty-eight seconds left. One-point game in Tennessee. By the way, Carlson's PAT good. Thirty-two seconds left. Twenty-four, twenty-four with Vegas and New England. So that is going to come down to can Mac Jones get them in range for Folk? Wow, Vrabel's or kicking. Or missed the kick, bullet. Why is Vrabel kicking? No way. No. No. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo! Bullet good on the time for Herbert, baby. Uh, no timeouts for both teams. 48 seconds ago, 14 14, and it's so fine. Ben and I simultaneously wow. booing the decision because if the. Ben, where's your confidence level at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have none. I have no idea how that even. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's playing on one leg, and the Chargers continue to charge her to the degree where they just let him march right down Oy. the field. It's like. You would think maybe Danny, the entire strategy for the Chargers that it worked for two and a half hours was just just let's just blitz the hell out of either Tannehill or Willis and make them beat make make one horrible passer and then one immobile quarterback somehow beat us, and then they decide to drop everybody into coverage on the final drive for Tennessee. It's just the the decision making has made a, a very little sense throughout the league today. I know that's nothing new, uh, but at, at this point, I'm look. I the, the whole truth serum of betters always comes out in moments like these. Tennessee does not have the personnel to compete with, with the Chargers. It's been a banged up, battered Titan team. I, I you, you, t- you certainly take your chances. If you're the Chargers going into overtime, I would give them the big leg up still mine. And the betting market agrees minus 170 on the Chargers. Part of that is LA still has 48 seconds left to potentially get into field goal range. Uh, but I, I absolutely would have gone for two. I think that gives you a better chance of winning the game. Uh, if you are the Tennessee Titans right now. I, 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 don't ahead, think I don't even think it's a debate. I think that's an automatic go for two in that spot. You have your yeah. quarterbacks on one leg. You have Derrick Henry. You can at least, again, if you had a better offensive coordinator, you could have come up with something creative. Uh, you have a rookie cor- You have a rookie kicker on the other side who, even though Dicker has been good this year, uh, you're, you're in a scenario where kids still got to make a kick to win the game. Uh, by the way, Cincinnati uh, with a nice 31-0 yeah, in the in second the half. Uh, on uh, against Tampa, 34-17. That's going to be a routine cover for Cincinnati when it's all said and done. Uh, nice throw by Herbert to Williams. Gets him out to the 40 on the first play of the drive. Uh, 25 seconds left for New England with a timeout left, uh, Ben. Uh, what, what Realistically, you got to get to the 38-yard line to give Folk a chance. That seemed yeah. right. One timeout left. I... It's- it's hard. Weird, weird. And with these games that were kind of blah most of the way in this slate, uh, really ridiculous finishes coming uh, with these two West Coast games. The Chargers are oh, absolutely going to get a no chance question. to get the win here. And uh, one other thing really quick, guys, if you recall, I had that Burrow over 205 and a half. He ends up with 200 passing yards in this oh, game, no. I believe. So going to be tough. Danny, if I Bengals told you. only had 100. They've only had 158 second half yards, Danny, and it put yeah. up 31 points. Yeah, I was gonna say That's if rough. you if you didn't if you say if you if we told you it was a 31 point second half, we would you would have said, oh, Burrow ended up with 400. You're right, exactly. <laughs> you know what? We we had Cincy on a couple live bets, so it it, it it helps out, but it's like my goodness, that's remarkable. Uh, uh why did New England just run the ball? Oh, they picked up a they. Picked up a first down uh, and, and, and called their final timeout with 14 seconds left. Meanwhile, very predictable in LA where, uh, where Tennessee gives up a big play down the sideline uh, down to the 20 yard line. Herbert has plenty of time to get his team up, clocks the ball spike with 14 seconds left. I believe that yeah, Mike Williams, 25 yard pitch and catch. It, and uh, yeah, Mike Vrabel, I think ruining, ruining uh, the decision there to kick the extra point. You know, is there a more underrated guy in the league than Mike Williams? Guy doesn't get his due. Like all the guy does is make gigantic catches. 
And that is just another one where that is a perfectly placed ball by Herbert. And it's social media throw, baby. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, social media throw. <laughs> hey, absolutely. That is just an awesome play by Mike Williams, who, again, him and Keenan Allen are an amazing duo. That is just spectacular stuff by the big uh, wide receiver. And now 14 seconds left. It looks, uh, delay game? I don't know. I think we had some sort of delay, yeah, delay game. game or early movement. Uh, Mac Jones almost. So we kind of go back and forth here. Both both the Chargers and the Patriots trying to get in the last second field goal range. Chargers are in range. You would think just fire just the ball a out of knee and then well, take a knee and then just spike the, just take a knee, spike the ball and, and get uh, Cameron Dicker out there to kick a field goal for hey, the Chargers. Ben. Meanwhile, nine seconds left for the Patriots, Danny. That's obviously a tougher spot since they are not in field goal range and don't have any timeouts. I was going to say, do you guys recall when I said we should bet this game to go to overtime between the Patriots I and the Raiders? Remember, yeah. <laughs> I do recall a statement made by one Daniel F. Burke. Yeah. <laughs> no, G, G. You're, you're close, but G. But uh, <laughs> no, oh, I unfortunately right. good, good did not pull the trigger on this one. Uh, you deterred me from it, but no, I'm just playing. But man, I. Uh, it just makes sense, right? It's the Raiders. It's Belichick versus McDaniels. It would only make sense if it ended that way. So maybe even a tie. Do we Jeez. just do we just come back with that? Ben, why is I'm surprised? Why? Actually, I, I would have guessed Danny's middle name initial would have actually been D. Uh, Danny Danny Ditka Burke uh, would would have been my <laughs> guess as uh, his, his actual given name. No, it is G. All right, 43 yard attempt. They're kicking with eight seconds left, and the kick Dead is center. good for the Chargers. And uh, Cameron Dicker, four seconds to go, 17 14. After all that. That was a lot to go through, Jeff, to get a push, but I think that's what I'm going to end up getting here on Titans plus three. I'll honestly take it, uh, considering where I was at there. Uh, in the meantime, Uh-oh. we're going to have a pitchy, pitchy woo-woo for New England. Oh, Don't go too crazy, ca- New England. God. Oh, they throw oh, the ball away. Go, get oh, go. No. oh, my God. The Raiders are going to win the game. Oh, my God. Holy oh, my God. That's the most. <laughs> are you kidding me? Wow. That's the most that ridiculous the, thing I've ever seen. The dumbest play in NFL history. Well, what's the flag? Has just been made by New England. <laughs> what's oh the flag? <laughs> Chandler Jones the game was touchdown. Tied? Raiders win the game on one of the most ridiculous plays you will ever see. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSIN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every bowl game. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now. For the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I am still in absolute, utter disbelief of what we just saw in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Final play of regulation, 24-all between the Patriots and Raiders for reasons that are still unclear as of right now. Uh, After a run up the middle with no timeouts, Raiders get the ball, what, to the, now they get the ball inside the Raider 40, have nothing there. I decide reminder Stevenson pitches the ball backwards to Jacoby Myers, who tries a backwards flip pitch that is picked off by Chandler Jones, returns it over 50 yards to the house for the Raiders, stiff arming Mac Jones at the turf in the process. I mean, my instinct, instinctive nature, Jeff, watching that as we just were in real time was to say, that's the dumbest play in NFL history. I mean, as we think about this more, I don't know how you could make a worse play, a more brain dead play than Jacoby Myers just made as the Patriots lose to fall to seven and seven. And that could likely be a, a big, big turning point in the, in the Patriots hopes to make the postseason. That is, that is it. That's the death nail. Your remaining schedule is at, yes, you get the next two games at home, but you get Cincinnati, Miami, who you match up terribly with and Buffalo, who will probably need the game to hold on to the one seed. You're done. Your season just ended on on what is I, there's no words for what Jacoby Myers and the Patriots just did. There's no words. There's no words. It is the stupidest play in league history. It is also now Belichick is now responsible for two of the dumbest plays to lose games in league history on the final play. The Kenyon Drake play where 
Gronkowski was on the field for no reason. And now this, I think this is much worse, by the way. Your defense just screwed up on that one. And it was stupid to have Gronkowski on the field and you paid for it. This, there is a negative chance that you could possibly lose the game on that play. Negative chance. And you lost the game. And look, for Chandler Jones, who has had really just in all, by all accounts, a miserable season for Vegas, to make that play, that stiff arm is going to live on for a long time. Matt, poor Mac Jones, who just got owned on that. And for the Raiders, even in a game where they did their best to blow a 14-point lead at halftime, they are alive. Now, look, they're two games behind the Chargers and the Dolphins. But, look, this, this AFC playoff race, 10-7 and seven probably is going to be good enough to get yourselves, uh, maybe good enough to get yourselves to seven seed. But if 10-7 and seven is not good enough, for the teams that remain in seven in seven New England and the Jets, or for the Chargers in Miami, who are both eight and six, that whole glob of teams at six and eight could one of those teams could sneak in now. One of them. Unlikely, but not impossible now after today. And you know what's really oh, insane uh, about yeah. this? I was just gonna say what's insane about this too is the fact that what's gonna be talked about is that cold touchdown that didn't look anywhere close to being in unless they're looking at a completely different angle than we were. I mean, that's really what the difference maker was too. And of course it shouldn't have be having that conversation in the sense of how ridiculously poor that play that whole debacle was with the Patriots, whatever you want to call it. I, again, like you said, kind of at a loss for words for the whole situation. That stiff arm needs to be framed, put it in the Louvre, do whatever you need to do with it. It is just absolutely remarkable. Guys, how about this has to be one of the best sports weekends of all time, right? From the Vikings comeback to the World Cup to this, like the Jacks winning on a pick six, the Bengals coming back the way that game ended. One of the best sports weekends in recent memory, without a doubt. I, I, again, I that, no, play, yeah, no that play, and I'm, I'm serious with this. We, we talked about it during the break. The only explanation for Jacoby Myers doing that is that he didn't know that the game was tied. There's no explanation for that. Like, just fall down. Go to overtime. You probably win the game in overtime. I just flabbergasting. And, Danny, you didn't even mention that game last night. I mean, that game last night was as good as any game that's been played the entire NFL season between Buffalo and Miami. (laughs) I mean, this has been... In a week where the card didn't look particularly entertaining, we're going in, you argue, I genuinely thought the Jets and the Lions was the best game of the weekend other than Dolphins-Bills. This card delivered just And that came down to the wire, too. (laughs) The Jets converted a miracle fourth and 19 to give themselves a chance, and Detroit won on a 51-yard touchdown to the third tight end. I mean, that game had ridiculousness, too. But, look, just... Uh, flabbergasting that that could happen to a Belichick team, that that happened to them. And and New England's done. Look, they could win out. They could get some help. Sure, but they're not beating Cincinnati next week. They're not slowing down Burrow and company who who had their bad game today and still won by double digits. So uh, this is done. They're done. Patriots are finished. They're more than likely to – they're more likely to finish 7-10 and to make the playoffs at this point. Just, yeah, just completely stupefying. But he, and here's the thing. It's not like this was a new out of nowhere development for New England. Sure, the, the level of stupidity, yes, dumbest play any of us can ever remember seeing in an NFL game. But Bill Belichick's New England team this season, not, and, not, and another game now today, 14 games of data, the worst penalty team in, as far as penalty yard margin in the NFL, bottom five turnover team, and a second-year quarterback in Mac Jones that has failed to develop whatsoever this year with numbers in the bottom five in the league in both quarterback rating and EPA per play. It's been a poorly coached team all year, and yet betters keep saying, well, it's Bill Belichick. You got to give him the edge in a matchup like Patriots versus Cardinals. And, sir, sometimes it works, like against the Cardinals. Sometimes, like today. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a ridiculous play for that to lose uh, with the the Belichick-McDaniels matchup. It's it's an error to me, Jeff and Danny, to to look at and say, well, let's just forget about all the deficiencies personnel-wise for New England and just point to a Hall of Fame head coach, arguably the best head coach of all time in Bill Belichick, and say, well, because he's there in his presence, that warrants a bet on New England. The 2022 New England Patriots are a poorly coached team. And today is not – it's not like I've, I've flipped on that just because of a dumb play we saw that, that happened to happen uh, just right in front of our eyes here in the last few minutes. It's been an ongoing thing all year. They're poorly coached. You can't bet on the Patriots in the rest of, in the rest of 2022 on the notion that 
it's Bill Belichick. It's it's a completely fraudulent uh, statement to make. You know, Ben, it, it's an interesting point, but I, I think more so than just throwing it under the whole label because that defense against the not against the non-elite offenses they've played has been excellent for the most part. They were pretty good today. I mean, they up until that last drive, the Raiders did nothing the entire second half. I, I think it's very I think it's very easy to to point what's wrong with New England. It, it is the and we mentioned it earlier, the arrogance of Belichick to, to his greatness is going to outweigh an all-time dope calling the plays at Matt Patricia. It hasn't worked. And now, all of a sudden, now because of that decision to leave the offense to Patricia, oh, and Joe Judge is there too, a dude who think it's it's good to QB sneak from his own five-yard line on third and seven. Um, but you're in a scenario now where this is the first time he's ever had a first-round quarterback as his quarterback that he drafted. You can't screw up Mac Jones. You just can't. You As a Jet fan, Danny as a Bear fan, we have seen so many times where if you screw up the quarterback position in the draft, more times than not, your franchise gets set back two years, three years. For the Jets' sake, you miss on two, you're setting yourself back an extra half decade. You're gonna you're running the risk now of screwing up Mac Jones, who had all by all things had a very good rookie year, and now you're running the risk of screwing this kid up, and you're gonna be look, it's not Tom Brady anymore. You don't have him anymore. You can't risk run the risk of screwing up your quarterback, and by making Patricia your offensive coordinator, New England is well on their way to doing that. I, Danny still can't believe what just happened. I, I, <laughs> Honestly, I can't. None, none, it's none just like to be frank. every everything he said, Jeff. I mean, you nailed it to a T. It's just uh, one of the the wildest weekends, and you've just seen so many examples of why some coaches should be here and why they shouldn't. And it's not necessarily me pinning that on Belichick and that decision. Although, yes, you absolutely need to be held accountable for what just went down in that setting. But you know, even still with like the Raiders and McDaniels, that doesn't change our thoughts on him. You know, the Cardinals still the same idea. The Broncos got an impressive win, still the same thought process with Hackett. This has been one of the more wild NFL seasons. And maybe we get caught up and say that every year, but the fact that all of these teams have found themselves in the mix and how they flipped around and how so many teams are still in the hunt, it just is completely out of this world. And Jeff, what's also going to be hilarious as you've kind of been mentioning is the Jets upcoming game, them playing the Jags and how many implications that game is going to have as well. So it's going to get even crazy. Look, this playoff race, because these teams have lost, because the Jets have lost three in a row in games that were one score games, because New England did whatever the hell that just was, because the Titans have fallen off a cliff here. This AFC playoff race. Oh, and by the way, Miami is leaking oil, too. They just happen to have an extra game on everybody right now. This AFC playoff race could be absolutely absurd the last three weeks of the season where we could be ending up with a bunch of teams in the race that should be dead already. We'll update the AFC playoff picture just from the the back half when we return. Also, Lost in all the chaos in Las Vegas, a final in Tampa. We'll close the book on that game and also preview Sunday Night Football in our final segment coming up next. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi Nevada or New York big thanks to the whole crew today it's our final segment of live bet Sunday it's amazing how fast these shows go it's been almost five hours but that, that is the case when it's an NFL Sunday Full of, uh, of action around the board with our producer, Matt Santos, over at the South Point. Kevin Trask, our audio engineer, Liz Foster, Matt Hicks, our technical directors. Uh, back for the final time with Jeff Parles at South Point. Danny Burke in Chicago. I'm Ben Wilson here from Circa. Uh, the one game amidst all of the action in Las Vegas we did not mention did officially go final, guys. Kind of amazing in retrospect that, that Tampa Bay collapsed just, just to the volume 31-6 was the second half score. Tampa gets a late touchdown, 34-23 the final. Cincinnati wins the game despite a lot of money coming to Tampa, closing down as Cincy minus three at the end in a lot of shops, including over uh, where Jeff was at at the South Point. Uh, but the game goes over despite a very slow start, over 48 and a half. Bengals now improve and take over, uh, at least consolidate first place position in the AFC North after Baltimore's loss yesterday. Bengals now your firm three seed remaining just a game back of both Buffalo and Kansas city sitting at 11 and three. And while Tampa's loss is not really, they aren't forced to pay for it today. Tampa drops to six and eight. Still that four seed NFC South leaders as Atlanta and Carolina, a game behind the bucks each lose today. So it's now Tampa at six and eight and a whole mess five and nine Carolina, New Orleans and Atlanta, Jeff, well, with how we're now out at the NFC South. Just throw the division out of the playoffs. Uh, it's that's that simple. The problem is there's not a real good replacement in the NFC now, unless if the Lions come up short uh, in their chase for a wild card with their win today. They actually, the Lions are in pretty reasonable shape, all things considered, with uh, Carolina, the Bears, and the Packers left on their schedule. Uh, but look, uh, it's very simple. I mean, the Bucks are a poorly coached football team. They have one of the three worst head coaches in the league in Todd Bowles. They have a bad play caller in Byron Leftwich. And they have Tom Brady, who, look, I, it's weird because you watch Brady. I I don't want to say he's completely washed because I, I, I just think it's a situation that has just deteriorated that the play, the combination of Brady not being Brady anymore and the play calling being it, it just dreck have turned this into a season that if Tampa didn't have those two all-time ridiculous suckouts against New Orleans and, uh, and, and, and L.A., we're talking about a team that has four wins on the season. So and they're very fortunate to be six and eight. They should be four and 10 and heading for no playoffs. Instead, they're going to get a home playoff game against Dallas and the entire world's going to bet Dallas. So and that's all we're waiting on now. Now. I think all three of us would, would probably be on, uh, on Dallas in the game. Danny, I'm just sorry. Your, your in-game prop, which was a good bet. Joe Burrow over two, what, 204 and a half passing yards doesn't get there only because the longest drive Cincinnati had in the second half, as far as starting field position was the Tampa 39. I mean, it was that, that is the, that is the degree. I mean, there was a late touchdown when the Bengals were up, uh, up big from their own uh, 38, but that was what the game basically decided. 
pretty bad beat on that uh, that passing prop over Danny, but at least you were right on. I mean, your assessment early, you you were you had it from the from the beginning. Bengals slow start, weren't trusting Tampa to play for sixty minutes, and you were able to capitalize. So a nice cash at least for you there, Danny. I know you had the Bengals in a couple of different spots. Yeah, no, appreciate it, Ben. And and look, it, the same thing kind of remains of why I liked it. I mean. There's a lot of reasons why you would like Cincy over Tampa, but the main thing that I've been holding strong to with the Cincinnati team and live betting them is how they perform in the second half, what adjustments they make, but especially on that defensive side of the ball. And let's be honest, they got the benefit of the doubt for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just being a completely idiotic team for Todd Bowles, just having a terrible play calling sequence with that fake punt. Like I literally was watching that going, you know what? Does Todd Bowles actually have the cojones to do this? Like that would be insane, but no, no chance. And it didn't even look like Giovanni Bernard knew it was going to happen. He was talking to his teammates after the play and they're like, come on. I signaled it like, oh my goodness, that was atrocious. And from that point, uh, somehow you made Zach Taylor and company look really competent. Look, they are. It's usually Zach Taylor's doing something bad. They got bailed out by going for it on fourth and three with that penalty to where they should have went for it on fourth and goal earlier. So that just shows you how poorly coached and disciplined this Tampa Bay team has become. And we talk about Tampa Bay and Tom Brady and just the overall outlook of him. And, you know, you were saying like, oh, I don't want to say he's washed. And let's be honest. I mean, it's inevitable he's going to regress. But this is even more of a clear-cut path that Tom Brady, there's no chance he's going to be back with Tampa Bay after this season, right? You hear the rumors of like San Francisco and all these other teams. But it's just a mess. And the fact that you're doing this poor, with the weapons that you have, it's still having a relatively respectable defense. It, it's just completely inexcusable guys. And the division is there for the taking. It has been. And somehow it still is like Jeff said, yeah. just throw it away. I mean, this is making the NFC East look somewhat attractive from the past couple of seasons. That's how bad the NFC South has been. Oh, I bet Danny, I, Danny, that the team with Heineke would destroy all those team, all these teams yeah, this year. I mean, that Heineke team that lost to Tampa who ended up going to win the they Super Bowl. They, they, they had the ball with a chance to yeah, tie the game in the last three minutes. I mean, this is look. With all this said, with all this said, with what the Cowboys have done the last two weeks against the worst team in the league in Houston, who may be playing better. I mean, it took Kansas City to overtime today. And blowing a big lead to Jacksonville here, would we put it past Mike McCarthy to lose to Tampa in the playoffs? <laughs> no would we chance. put it past him? Like, I, I look, Dallas has gotten so blatantly overrated in power rankings and and just any sort of market at this point. Where if Philly wins next week, it's over. It doesn't matter. It's over anyway because Philly's not losing uh, all three of the remaining games. If they need to, w- especially if they need to win Week 18 against the Giants, they'll beat them by 30 again. But look, it's it, 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 this this playoff picture is setting up to be one of the more fascinating things that we've seen in this league in a while. Of course, we got the the great one last year with that Week 18 game where we were three seconds away from the greatest result in the history of the league with the Chargers and Raiders game. We could have a bunch of nonsense like that coming these last three weeks because the race for the two wildcard spots in the NFC is wide open, especially if the Giants find a way to beat Washington tonight. And the AFC playoff race, even though Miami and and the Chargers are in pretty good control at this point because if they both win out, they're in. Uh, Miami loses one game, they're in trouble. The Chargers lose one game, they're in better shape. But it's the Chargers. We saw them lose to the COVID, uh, COVID-laden Texans last year with a chance to put a playoff berth on ice, basically. Yep. Chargers will be the sixth seed right now. Dolphins the seven each at eight and six. Patriots, Jets, each seven and seven. Those will be eight, nine. Then Jacksonville, Las Vegas, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. That's the order based on the tiebreakers. Four teams at six and eight with three weeks to go. All two games back. So 14 of the 16 AFC teams are still in play which we lead into tonight, at least on the NFC side, where Jeff Detroit, and now after another win, beating the New York Jets at seven and seven, Seattle does have the tiebreaker by beating Detroit earlier this year. But unless we get another tie, which would be pretty remarkable to have both games in in the commander's giant series go down as ties, the Seattle Detroit spot, whether that's Washington, whether that's New York, will be a half game out of the seven seed market coming towards the giants down to four, pretty much market wide. Only a couple books I'm seeing still hanging four and a halves, and they're heavily juiced toward the giant side. Total now down anywhere from 40 to 41. Uh, Danny, how are you looking to approach tonight? 
I kind of like the commanders a little bit too much, although I haven't played anything, guys. I'm, I'm pretty hesitant here because I, I think knowing that the familiarity is there, it's not the prettiest of offenses. You're probably going to get a better number at some point with Washington. But the the main reason I kind of, well, I mean, there's multiple reasons, but the main reason is the scheduling quirk here, right? I mean, the commanders played the Giants a couple weeks ago, had a bye week and get to face them again. I mean, talk about an advantage while in the meantime, the Giants not only blew that game, it ended in a tie, all right, disappointing loss. Then you get walloped the next week by another division opponent in the Philadelphia Eagles. And now you got to go on the road and play that same team you originally blew the lead against. So I feel like this is a huge advantage for a Washington team that has the advantages offensively already and going up against a very banged up Giants defense. So I think Washington pulls this one. I lean toward them on the spread. May wait for a better in-game number, though. Okay, Jeff, anything for you? I don't get why the Giants are getting bet here. They were extraordinarily lucky to cover that and get that tie against Washington two weeks ago. Washington's fresh. They're off a bye. Giants lost to Philly by a lot. I know there's the trend of teams getting blown out and then coming back the next week and covering as an underdog. We saw Indy do that in that ridiculously blown game yesterday, but they still covered the three and a half. I would only lay it with Washington, but I think I'm going to to take a deep breath, let this one fly, and see if we get anything in-game. I totally agree with uh, with both of your thoughts, Jeff and Danny. But Washington's clearly the better football team right now. I wonder if people have a little concern over laying points over a field goal with Taylor Heineke, a quarterback. That's about the only thing I can see, though, on that market move. Well, well, that does it for us. Up next, it's the Pro Football Blitz here on VEASAN. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard get you set for Sunday Night Football and talk about the rest of the happenings in Week 15. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.